Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I want to talk about hobbies. And it was a thing, an article that we spotted today, that Ruth spotted actually in the paper today, about, you know, the things that you collect as a child, the hobbies, those kind of things that you collected. Uh, Ruth said, by the way, she was blown away by the fact that when I was young, um, a thing that people collected was fancy paper. Do you remember? Do you remember collecting fancy paper? Yeah. Stamps, coins, baseball pins, vinyl. Well, it wouldn't be baseball pins, it'd be football pins in this country. Uh, vinyl records, of course, comic books. Wine. Who collects wine? Well, people do collect wine. Rather than drinking it, they just keep it in a wine cellar. Costs a lot of money. Trading cards, of course, the football cards that we all collected or those kind of cards uh, that you would have collected and swapped as a child. Um, Toys and dolls and classic cars, books. Everybody kind of has a hobby of collecting something, don't they? Uh, I'd like to know what yours is. Um, we're all kind of hoarders of something. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. I have one of Ashling's hampers to give away. A couple of classic hits, mugs, and God knows what else is in it. Uh, all you got to do is let us know. What was your hobby as a child? What did you collect? Or maybe you still collect them, by the way. What do you collect? I had a mate, I shouldn't admit this, but I had a mate of mine many, many years ago when we were younger. And it, when I think about it, actually, it was really a bad thing to be collecting because he used to collect the signs off the back of cars. Now, Nowadays, that isn't the thing because they're not. They're, years ago, they were like these little kind of cast or, so to say, stainless steel little signs uh, enjoined writing, and they'd be pressed into two little holes in the back of the car. You know, Cortina, Escort, Focus. Well, it wasn't Focus. There was no Focus in those days. Fiesta. Uh, all that. And he would take them off the back of the cars. He, with a little screwdriver, he would just, and it would just pop off, and he would take them and he'd save them. And that's what he used to collect. And he kept saying to me, you can't keep taking them out the back of people's cars. Ah, it doesn't cost them much to get another one. And that's what he used to collect. And he had them all over his wall in his room. So what did you collect as a child? Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. All right, let me go to Christy. Christy, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you? Hey, there, buddy. Good. Now, Christy, you... Well, actually, I collected the same thing as you, I think, at one stage in my life. But uh, tell us what you collected anyway. Oh, I collect uh, Dinky, Matchbox and Corby. Yeah, I remember uh, them well. I remember yeah, them I still well. collect them. I'm 61 and I'm still collecting them. I remember my dad used to bring me on a special occasion, be it a birthday or whatever. He'd bring me over to the local shop in Edenmore called Pat's. And yeah. they had a book and you'd go to it. Now, it was Corgi, I think, they, they stocked. And you'd pick a number and they were in the little yellow boxes. Do you remember the little yellow boxes? Yeah, yeah. And you'd, I'd have number 51. And they were fairly cheap at the time. I don't think they were that expensive. Like, you know, because my dad couldn't, couldn't afford them if they were any. I think they were about one or two pounds at the time. Uh, yeah, I can't but remember. Like they're expensive now. Well, you need to get them that expensive. And now I don't know where all mine are. They're probably all gone now. Yeah, they would have been in the attic in my old father's house, but probably all in a skip somewhere. So, but they probably are yeah, like <laughs> my own. Where yeah, but, uh, I start collecting them again. Then when I got married, and uh, so yeah, I'm collecting them about forty years. So and how much? How, how much are they worth? Are they worth if people have original corgis or Matchbox or Dinky toys, which are little cars for people who don't know? Uh, how much if they're in mint condition in the box? How much are they worth? Mint condition in the box, like about hundreds. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, serious, yeah, yeah. Same people paying for this, just even say the Batman model. Okay. 600, 600 quid at the moment. I used to have the Batman one. That had a little yeah. plastic uh, flame in the middle between the two yeah, drivers. Yeah. Or the monkeys, you remember the monkeys? I, I had the monkeys car yeah. too. They're all about big money nowadays. 
And were they were the monkeys of the Batman? Were they Matchbox or were they Dinky or? No, they were uh, Corgi. Corgi, okay, all right, yeah. okay. And how many of you oh, got? Yeah. Oh, thousands. Thousands. Yeah. Do you drive your other half mad, or is there another half? I do. Yeah, yeah. She goes mad when I spend the money on the truck. What's you the most you've spent on one? Uh, the most I've spent on one was probably about uh, one hundred and fifty. Well, that's not too bad. No, uh, that's not too bad. No, you, you could live but, with uh, that. Yeah. Yeah, but I shop around. But I mean, I'd be dinkies and she has a handbag, so. You know. <laughs> well, this is it. Yeah, she <laughs> has her handbags, like yeah. most women, by the way, a collection of handbags that she'll never yeah, use. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And every time she goes out, she says, I, "I've nothing to wear, and I don't have a bag." That's it. You never even use the bags; they're just there. Yeah, but I'm sure you never use your dinkies and corgis and matchboxes either. Ah, no. Well, I take them out every now and again, do a few videos, and put them up on the on the website. You know. Right, okay. 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 And you have thousands of them. And, mm. and 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 is there any other? Is there like a group that you you've joined that have other collectors that collect them as well? Yeah, there's probably groups. No, there? we just keep in touch like on Facebook. There's different groups on Facebook. You know, diecast collectors and yeah. collectors and all. But they're actually they're, they were originally for me son, but now as a grandson, so now they're for him. I left to him in the wheel. So. Yeah, I know. I have a, he, a colleague. I have a, an acquaintance of mine that lives in Dundalk, and he has a garage full of them. Now he yeah. mainly collects cranes and diggers and yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff, you know, but but he has a whole garage full of them. Yeah. All laid out, and I've never seen a collection like it in my life. He lives up in Dundalk. Yeah, yeah. Um, I right. know, some collections are massive, like, and they're yeah. fabulous, like, you know. Well, listen, best of luck with your collection. Keep all up right, the good God work, bless. all right? Good man. All Enjoy right. The show. God bless. It's worth a lot of money, but you'll never sell them, I know that. No, 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 I'll have a grandson. Uh, okay, listen, thanks very much, Christy. Let me go to Laura. Laura, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Laura? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. What did you, what did you collect as a child? Fancy paper and key rings. Now, see, Ruth, I said this to Ruth earlier on about the fancy paper, and it blew her mind as a young person. She's no clue what I'm talking about when I say fancy paper. <laughs> and I still have it. Still yeah. have the collection. Yeah. So explain to people what the attraction with fancy paper, or what fancy paper actually was. It was just pretty paper. <laughs> I don't know what the attraction was. Yeah. It was. It was paper with pretty images, mostly, I suppose, aimed at girls. But we used to sit on, in, like in the summer holidays, we'd sit outside and we'd swap. Fancy so paper. she might have something that, yeah, she'd have something that I wanted and she had something that, you know, and you'd just swap it around with each other. And these are just small sheets it. of paper? Uh, there were small ones, big ones. There was all kinds of different collections. Um, I suppose it probably started like most things that probably started in the States, I think. Yeah, probably. Because I remember one of the girls, her sister, went to the States and she got this beautiful paper that none of the rest of us had and we were all so jealous. Yeah. And it was like prized possession if we got a sheet of it. But yeah. That's yeah. where it started. My sister, yeah, my sister had fancy enough. paper. I remember my sister used to get fancy paper. Yeah, she yeah, was we, older than me. She never wrote on it. No, I know. She didn't do anything with it. Do you remember eating no. paper? Do you remember people used to eat paper at one stage? Oh, rice paper. Yeah, but, but it was, yeah, we, we used to call it eating paper. I know it was right. It was made. It was rice paper. But they did fancy designs exists. on it. Yeah, it, it still exists here and there. It's mostly kind of um, like money notes now that they print it on, but it still exists. Yeah, and they had uh, fancy eating place. paper too. Yeah, no, I don't think I would have eaten my fancy paper. And how much fancy paper have you got? Uh, kind of a folder full of it. It's, it's not a lot at this stage because I've moved country. Right. I moved out of the country and came back and somehow I've managed to keep most of my fancy paper together but it's not a massive collection but it's it's stuff that I take out every now and again and I kind of go oh look at that we used to collect that and my kids are looking at me going yeah you're nuts 
Yeah, and then some people are texting him, by the way, some of the fancy paper was smelly as well. So you could, yeah. you're like, yeah, you had raspberry and strawberry flavoured and all sorts of different flavours. Yeah, and there was particular ones that were really popular. There was ones with the Piro Clown on it. Right. It came in like a booklet and it was oh, it was very popular at the time. There was all kinds of different... Scratch and Sniff ones. as well. Somebody else mentioned Scratch and Sniff. <laughs> Do you, remember scra- do you remember Scratch and Sniff? Oh, <laughs> you'd scratch the paper and smell it and you could smell like it was a picture of a strawberry on your fancy paper. You'd scratch the strawberry and then you sniffed it and you could smell the strawberry. At least you believed you yeah, could. I, anyway. I, I get Avon catalogues now that do that but that's a different thing. Scratch and Sniff. <laughs> it even, there's something dubious about that to be honest with you. Scratch and Sniff. Yeah. What else did you collect, Laura, as a child? What else? Earrings. Okay, and have you got many of those? I've, I've never counted them. Um, probably a couple of hundred. And what? <laughs> a couple of hundred. <laughs> what are you doing with a couple of hundred key rings? And what, what, what no sort idea. of key rings? Any key rings? It didn't matter, like. It, it kind of started out as any key ring. And then as, as years went on, anybody that was ever going abroad, I'd ask them to bring me back a key ring. So it's kind of a collection of key rings. Mo- From all different countries. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, but well, I don't okay. actually know where the fascination started. I just had a, a fascination for unusual key rings and I have little lighters and little um, all kinds of mad little ones. Um, there was a miniature pipe at one point ahead and you could actually stick a cigarette in it and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a healthy idea, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at the time, of course, it's all yeah, relevant to context, yeah. of course. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I've never actually counted, but I have kind of key rings all over the house so they're not all in one kind of thing like I, I keep, the kids buy me key rings at Christmas and that, they kind of get thrown somewhere so yeah I remember I, do you remember those little there was sweet cigarettes no, no, nobody sells sweet cigarettes anymore oh, I know, yeah. but the, in the sweet cigarettes there was a card I, yes. like a bit of, at the time I think they put fancy paper in it as well but there was like <laughs> cards and people that exchanged these cards that was in the sweet cigarettes and the sweet cigarettes in those days even had a little red top that it looked like it was lighting and a filter on them so we could pretend we were we were smoking. That's how naive well, I, we I were. Can go one, I can go one better and remember there was a joke shop in Limerick years ago and it was the best little joke shop ever but he used to have the fake cigarettes. That's, that's right. And, and when you actually blew out of it there was like a powder in it and it looked like you were smoking. <laughs> Sm- and we're six or seven walking around with these things. <laughs> I know. And this <laughs> could you imagine somebody trying to sell that nowadays? Social media, they'd have them closed down in the morning. <laughs> Well, Laura, time. thanks for sharing time. it. That one is Laura, the fancy paper and the sweet cigarettes, or not the sweet cigarettes, the key rings. <laughs> thanks no for sharing it. Some good memories there, Laura. And I think a lot of people texting in about fancy paper. Let me go to John. John, you're in Ireland's class of kids. How are you doing, John? Good day there, Noel. Uh, now, John, How's it going? What, did you, uh, what did you collect? Crucifixes? <laughs> I know, I'm joking. Crucifixes? I'm How joking, I'm you. joking. You're an angry I Christian. demons, I tell you. Demons! And then, do you know what I did now? Do you know what I did with them demons? What did you do? I faced them. I drew strength from them. Did you? And then I moved on. What did you collect, John? You remember Doctor Who, the proper show now, not the bullshit that's out no, there Oh, yeah, Doctor, John Pertwee. You remember the old magazines, the old monthlies and weeklies that yeah. used to be in your little newsagent store, propped up in front of you so you'd walk in and buy it, even though it was full of crap? Yep. Yep. That's where I used to buy. Every time I'd walk into the shop when there was a wee little fella, I'd just go, Doctor Who, I have to buy that. Blake Seven, anything to do with science Who fiction. are the, I mean, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember the original Doctor Who. So you, John, well, I think David Niven was the, the first movie Doctor Who. And then there was John no, Pertwee. David Niven was never Doctor Who. Was it not yeah, David it was Niven? Peter Cushion, you were trying to Peter, say. Peter Cushion, Peter Cushion, yeah. Yeah, no, the first one was William Hartnell. 
Right. And then, and John then the, the most on famous Bayless. one was John Pertwee. He was the longest running one, probably. Well, and no, I mean, the, the guy who kicked her off was William Hartnell. Then in 66, you had Pat Trout. And then in 1970, you had John Pertwee. Then in 1974, you had uh, Tom Baker. Then in your 19, um, 1980s, you had Peter Davison. Then around 84, you had Colin Baker. And then in your 90s, then you had Paul McGann. And the rest then is the modern day, one, the modern day Doctor Who's. Um, you know, basically your Peter Capaldi's and your uh, T- David Tennant, or David Tennant, and uh, uh, the other fellow, I've forgotten his name now. It's terrible. Doctor Who fan, I've forgotten. Yeah, but his it's, name. A, it's a woman. It's a woman now, Do- Doctor Who, isn't it? It's a female. No, Doctor she's Who. gone. Thanks be to Oh, is she gone? No, no, oh, no, no, It's even worse. And you're going to kill me for this, perhaps. Say, now they have a black doctor. I do, well, I don't end? go down. Where don't be going down this end? route that I you're mean, not that's, happy that's about. It's to me as a fan. Okay, but it doesn't matter who it is now, anyway. It's irrelevant. But I know it was I a woman for a while, but she's anyway. gone. No, I'll, put, I'll put it this way I won't be watching it. Let's put it that way. Okay, but, but yeah, well, you, no, can I, make, I, you can I, make whatever decisions you want around that. Okay, but but so you collected the magazines, all the Doctor Who yeah, magazines. I, do you know, are you, do, do, as, as a child, I never seen the William Hartnells. I never seen the Patrick Troughton episodes. So to me, they were a part of Doctor Who that I'd never seen. I never seen the John Pertwee. It's the only one I ever seen. Pertwee, Pertwee, Tom Baker. Oh, Tom Baker. Yeah, he was good. Right. Yeah, I would mean. Yeah, the first one I would, the first one I ever seen was Genesis of the Daleks. So I was a little nipper watching on the TV. And I just seen one scene of where he's blown up the Daleks. I said, "Jeez, that's great stuff! I have to go and watch it." And from that day, I became a massive fan, and I went back and I bought all the old stuff that was out there. Like your previous caller, if I see anything related to the old Doctor Who, particularly annuals and stuff like that, I will buy them. Yeah. I will go. I will buy them. Doesn't matter what they are, because they are iconic in it in 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 a sense, and would be worth money today. Because yeah. they're all 60 stuff. And they'd only cost you like a penny years ago. I know, I know, yeah. You know, they'd only cost you a penny. And now, yeah, a good Doctor Who like the 60s, 200, 300, 400 pounds. Yeah. Or 400 euros. The value is astronomical on that kind of stuff. And even Blake 7, Star Trek, any of that stuff. James Bond. Yeah, but I think all the original stuff is obviously mm. more valuable. All the old stuff, you yeah. know. Not the, the kind even, of newer stuff, yeah. Or even the corgi ties of the James Bond cars. I mean, if you had the... The DB7. Car, wow. Yeah. You are yeah. talking big books there. You are talking... Absolutely. Well, listen, I'm running out of time. John, thanks. You're right. All the old James Bond stuff, the corgi ties, the original DB7 corgi or matchbox, whatever it was, obviously worth money. Uh, thanks to everybody, by the way, who got involved in the show, particularly in relation to our first topic. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I- 